This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Just be patient. And I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're the worst. I am the worst. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Inside the 15, BU later! Two plays and a touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! And even some things not happening in the sports world. It's always you asking Steve if he's done things, and he says no. It's always him saying, no, I don't know what that is. I don't do that. No, no, no. He said, why don't you ask him some things that he does know? Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, ready for one of the busiest weeks of the entire school year, Mr. Steve Sell. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you enjoy your Labor Day weekend? Was it labor-less? Labor-free? Laborious? I was going to say, no, no labor. Played a little golf this weekend. Okay. Played one round at Salina, one round at the Creek, so probably my last golf for a while because did it was it just was it just me or did it just seem like we were – inundated today by stuff we got coming up man it has been one power packed day you ever go to bed and you wake up in the morning and it just kind of hurts to get up yeah you have your your aches and your pains and you try to roll out of bed and there's just that weight that's on you that's saying go back to bed trying to be try and be my age and feel that's true you're 40 years younger than me i'm not saying that i woke up and wasn't excited today but I felt the pressure today. A lot of pressure. I felt the pressure today. Well, I felt it yesterday. It is a busy and loaded week. Yeah, because you know, but uh, a good week. We've, you know, we've had, you know, we had a break in the summer. Admittedly, we don't go full bore in the summer, but uh, now we're at that. It's here. It's here. Uh, I've got like ten stories to work on for the rest of the week. Got precedes to write. We have five games to broadcast. We are beginning with two tonight. We have two coaches shows to put together. That's right. It's a busy week. It is. But it's an exciting week because well, we'd rather be busy than just twiddling our thumbs. That's right. Well, we never do that. We Maybe do. you do sometimes. Oh, I'm sure I do. I've been getting ready for all sorts of teams that the Bull Pups, the Bull Dongs will be playing. You and I recorded our first McPherson College Coaches Show this morning. And that'll be on what, six o'clock? Six o'clock tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. So tune in at six o'clock for our First McPherson College Coaches Show. Uh, we cut the interviews with the uh, five fall coaches today. Thought they went real well. Thought so, too. All the Bulldog teams basically now are underway except for football. And, of course, that begins on Saturday. Well, we had our busy preview weekend where there was the Jamboree, the high school football Jamboree on Saturday morning. There was the Bullpup Fall Sports Preview that was on Friday night. I don't even remember that. Yeah. It feels like that was such a long yeah, time it ago. Does. Yeah, uh, great turnout. I don't know how many cars that uh, were test-driven. Steve I, didn't drive a car. I I just like to drive my car. Yeah, that's true. 
we had that on Friday night, Saturday morning, the Jamboree, Sunday, everybody... Well, we went to soccer, too. That's true. I forgot that we were at soccer. That was a long time ago, too. Yeah, it does seem A 4-1 like win over the Newton Railers. Yeah, very testy game. Yeah, very very, very intense. It was the first time I've seen a game at Fisher Field. Yeah. But we're excited about the Bullpup Soccer team, who will be back at it on Thursday. And we'll be broadcasting that. Of course we will. Tonight, we have Bullpup Volleyball with two matches from inside the Roundhouse. We were excited about that. Steve, it was just a busy weekend, even though it's Labor Day and we're supposed to not work. You and I both put in some big hours yeah. yesterday getting ready for this week. And, and you could tell that, that high school and, you know, the fall sports season's here because we got our numbers on our website. Hits were up about 3,000 and we really were Blowing up. Yeah, and, and the website really, I mean, we really, there wasn't uh, that much going on, just some pre-seeds. But now that the matches and games and things like that, our website will just blow up, as the pistol likes to say. Not to mention the amount of work that we were doing in terms of the high school side or McPherson College side. It was a huge weekend for college football. The first real right. weekend, there were a ton of games on. You had KU coming down to the wire and a late touchdown drive by the Jayhawks to knock off Indiana State. You had K-State beating Nichols State to death. You had my Arkansas Razorbacks holding on to win by seven against Portland State. You had the phenomenal Auburn-Oregon game in the that late touchdown drive. Yeah, It was a great weekend of opening college football, Steve. I'm excited. The NFL starts this week. I'm super excited about that. I will what, have, a, what a weekend. I will have my picks, Ooh. NFL picks. I've had posted, people ask me about that. Posted tomorrow. I will have those. I'm going to work on those this afternoon because... Don't have time. I don't have time to do my column the day of anymore. You know, in the summer, it's kind of the last thing I do. I've got to do my column basically a day ahead of time. So I'll have an NFL column tomorrow. And I think I saw Fearless. Oh, he was here? He was, I think he was pulling out of the driveway as I pulled in. So I need to go look on my desk and see if he dropped his picks off. I wouldn't be surprised about that. He's back for another that. year. How that guy keeps a job, I don't know. Can't believe it. I can't either. Especially after the bad year he had last year. No, he God, was good he, last year. Oh, I thought he was pretty terrible. Well, it was two years ago. He was like 81%. Wow, that's pretty good. Not bad. Steve, do you have a game that stands out to you from the weekend of college football? I really enjoyed the Oklahoma game. Even I though, did too. Even though Oklahoma dominated, Jalen Hurts, just call him Mr. Heisman because I think he... I think he's a, if he stays there healthy, are a lot of great candidates this year yeah, early yeah, on. You yeah. have Justin Herbert from Oregon, who of course lost, but yeah. is maybe by most people's count the best quarterback. You have Tua Tagovailoa out of Alabama. You have Jonathan Taylor, the running back from Wisconsin, who is going to get five billion carries and five billion yards. What about Puka? You have Puka, probably not a Heisman <laughs> candidate on a on a three and nine team. I just like Puka. But Jalen Hurts made a statement. He had, over 500, he had over 500 yards of total offense. Passed for 332 with three touchdowns and three incompletions. He rushed for 176 yards and three touchdowns. That is about as impressive of a performance as I can remember. I was surprised that they ran him as much as they did, though. I mean, I know he's a good runner. And he's big. Yeah, he's, he's six, tough. 6'2", 220. But, man... He took some shots. He really did. And, uh, you know, OU's probably got a couple more tough – I think they got a couple tough games coming up in their non-conference schedule. And then I'll tell you right now, after watching them play this weekend on Sunday, everyone else is playing for a second. I know Texas is getting a lot of hype, 
But that OU defense is so much better than it was last year when Puka ran for about 220 yards against them. Oklahoma's so, upcoming schedule is very soft. Oh, okay. I thought that. South Dakota and oh, at UCLA, well, UC- who is paper thin, Ham toilet Ham- paper thin. Ham and Eggers. As I look at the Big 12, Steve, obviously I think Oklahoma, after week number one, stands alone at the top. Right. But I think there is a close race for two between the Texas Longhorns mm-hmm. and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Okay. Oklahoma State has some firepower. Yeah. And I think they are going to be very good as long as everybody stays healthy and things continue. Texas, of course, has been good the last few years. You have a Heisman candidate quarterback in Sam Allinger. I think it's those two in kind of a lock for second. And then you've got Iowa State who struggled Man, against they Uni. Did, they did not look very good. And they were... A ball that bounced the right way for them in overtime, in the third overtime against the Panthers, that allowed for them to win. And then you get into that next tier. And I thought K-State looked really good, way better than I thought that they would look, especially considering how many FCS programs did look good this weekend. Well, I think Chris Kleiman will continue to play the Bill Snyder no-respect card. Nobody respects K-State. And I'm telling you, that, that offense that they got, they've got a really good line. They've got a bunch of transfer running backs that are experienced. You know, a couple of them, I think a couple of them are like graduate transfers. So they're veterans. They've been through the wars. Did you see the positive reception that K-State fans had from Saturday night? Oh, yeah. That people were saying there was a different energy. They came onto the field a little differently. Jordy Nelson is there to pump them all up. They played a different pregame warm-up track. They had all sorts of modern music. And they didn't I, have Wabash Cannonball? Well, I'm sure they played that at some point. Okay. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You do the Wabash Cannonball uh, a lot. No, I don't. But I think people, after Saturday night, are fully bought in to Chris Kleiman. Now, and I think they have been for a while, but Saturday their, night was a big one. What's their non-conference schedule? So, K-State obviously opened things up with Nichols this past weekend. Yeah, that was a layup. They have Bowling Green, That's who it. is kind of another layup, coming up this week. And then... At Mississippi State. Now, is that the good Mississippi team or the... That's the good Mississippi team. Okay, okay. The bad one is the one that plays the Razorbacks on Saturday. Okay. Who lost to Memphis. The good one, they're the Bulldogs. Okay, is that on the road or in... That will be on the road. It is in Stark Vegas. That's what they call it, Starkville. Stark Vegas. I can't imagine there's any kind of Vegas when you're talking Mississippi, but okay. Tupelo. Tupelo. All the great towns. but I went to Tunica one time. Yeah, Tunica. I, I could see you as a Tunica man. Oh, yeah. So that's what K-State's non-con looks like. Steve, before we need to take a break, your KU thoughts? Are you disappointed? Are you feeling about how you thought you would feel? Do you feel better? I'm less enthused than I was at the start. Wow, okay. Because I thought their offensive line was terrible. That was supposed to be the strength of their team. No puka. But Puka's back this week. That's right. And Puka, you know, he'll be he'll make a difference. But there were just no holes. I mean, Herbert had like a thirty-three yard run on his first carry. Didn't you know they only used it? They only carried he only carried like what twelve or thirteen semis. You know, he didn't carry that much. Carter Stanley, a little rough. And that's the big disappointment to me. If Thomas McVitie was as good as they kind of hyped him up to be in the offseason, and he can't beat out Carter Stanley. That tells me, but, but you know, looking at the Big 12, there's some teams that are not as good as they were. West Virginia definitely won't be They're as good. They're down. 
I think Texas Tech is probably down. Iowa State is missing. You know, they they lost two incredible playmakers. Uh, the running back Montgomery, the receiver Butler, who I just saw got put on injured reserve with a broken hand or something like that. And they didn't look very good. I'm sure it was just an aberration. But uh, maybe Iowa State's not quite as good. I think Texas Tech is going to be better than people think. Okay. And Baylor, I think, is going to be pretty good. But KU is going to beat somebody in the Big 12. They're going to be 3-9, and nine, just like they were last year. And then Les Miles will get his players in there. They've got Coastal Carolina. And I saw they lost their first game. Do you know what the, the Coastal Carolina mascot is? The Lookouts. No. No. They are the Chanticleers. What, 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 what's that? I think it's a bird. Okay. I think it's spelled C-H-A-N-T-I-C-L-E-E-R-S. Yeah. I think that's how you spell it. Yeah. Chanticleers. Okay. Well, all I could think of... And then what, Boston College. Oh, yeah, and that's a loss. And they picked up a nice win over Virginia former Tech. Jayhawk quarterback Ryan Willis. Yeah, Ryan Willis threw for 350 yards for Virginia Tech, something like 347. In a th- loss. Yeah, and I think he had four touchdowns. Just makes you wonder... You know, if he would have stuck around at KU, how he would have been. Former Olathe East Hawk. Really? That's right. Oh, you And Bishop to- Miege Stag. Oh, okay. I, th- I was going to say, I thought he was a Miege guy. You're always an Olathe East Hawk, as he was Once- for his, his first two years. Yeah. And then became a Bishop Miege Stag. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't go through graduation at Olathe East. No, that's what the, the real was leaders he in your of class? the world. No, two years younger. Okay. Former OE Hawks. We fly together. All right. All right, Steve, we'll take our first break. When we come back, the Kansas City Chiefs made a big addition to their team. We'll tell you who it was next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve? The NFL begins this weekend. Oh, I can't wait. Really begins on Thursday night, but right. the Kansas City Chiefs in action in Jacksonville. They maybe. Were a- they were in action over the weekend. The Chiefs? Off the field action. Well, that's what I was going to get to. I thought you meant that they played. I said, no, well, no they no. played on Thursday. Well, we, hope that they, we hope they play, but from what I saw when I was home at lunch, it sounds like the that uh, Dorian's kind of moving away. Could I be Hurricane Dorian? Yeah, could it, be I know it has calmed down. It's like down to a category 2. And it's going to go up the coast. Yeah. The problem is I don't know where Jacksonville is. Do you know is. where Jacksonville is compared to Miami? I it's no- up the coast. Okay. So they're going to get hit by this okay. likely, whether it's severe or not. I think or they not. need to move the game to Kansas City. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. So, who knows if they'll play in Jacksonville or if everything will be fine and just really hot and muggy like it normally is in Jacksonville, but the Chiefs will have a new addition to this team, and that is none other than Shady LaShawn McCoy. Do you like that signing? Are you indifferent? Do you dislike it? No, I, I like it. He's a veteran presence. He doesn't have to be the He's guy. He's an Andy Reid guy. He doesn't have to be the guy. He catches the ball out of the backfield, which is something they really need. He's a great pass receiver out of the backfield. 
And be honest with you, I don't think really they're counting on more like 12 carries a game from him. So, you know, he's going to be pretty fresh. Didn't do much in the preseason. And he's 31 years old. Now, 31-year-old running backs are almost dinosaur-like in the NFL. But Shady's, uh, I think he's got, you know, one or two good years left in him. And the Chiefs are going to try to squeeze everything they can out of him. He's a proven player. Uh, you know, I've, I've just been a little nervous about their running back situation throughout the preseason. I mean, Damian Williams really didn't hardly even touch the ball in the preseason. He had that one great touchdown catch for Mahomes, but he really didn't run it very much. And let's face it, they've got to be able to run the football a little bit because Patrick Mahomes just can't drop back 50 times a game and throw. So they have brought in LaShawn McCoy to go with the two Williamses. As you look ahead to this weekend, where do you think the Chiefs stand going into the AFC West? Do you think they are the favorites now? Well, I think they are now, and not just because they signed LaShawn McCoy. Melvin Gordon, apparently his days with the Chargers sound like they're numbered because they have told his agent, we'll be shopping you. You know, we're looking for a deal. And uh, no Melvin Gordon, that is a that would be a – I know Austin, what is it, Eckler, I think his yes. name? Pretty good running back. But Melvin Gordon's one of those ten special running backs – in the NFL can do a lot of things. And I think that really damages the Chargers bid. I know some people have them in the Super Bowl, but that was before Melvin Gordon decided to say, adios, I'll see you guys later. Do you remember when I told you about when I came back from Las Vegas and that guy was trying to give me a hard time and tell me that the Chargers are the best team in the AFC West and that they are just so good and so superior and that the Chiefs are a flash in the pan? I want to find that guy now <laughs> and say, hey, how do you feel without Melvin Gordon? Yeah. You play in a soccer stadium, Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. They play the Colts this weekend, who added Jacoby Brissett and gave him, I think, $30 million. Well, they've had him. They've... Well, right, but I think they gave him $30 million. Yeah, that's – and they signed – Brian Hoyer was signed as their backup. That's right. And he was – I think he was like 19 out of 23 for the Patriots in the preseason, and he can't make the team. What does that tell you about the Patriots? They're probably – They've got their way. They're pretty good. And, like, none of their draft picks from this year are going to play. Really? I think Nikhil Harry is on IR. He was their yeah. first-round pick. Yeah. Whoever their second-round pick is, I think he was a tight end. I think he's out. They might have even yeah, cut somebody else. They picked up – they got Demarius Thomas. Then they cut him. Then they then signed they got him back. They got him back. The guy's probably going to catch 75 passes. Well, of course, he, he probably drops more passes than any good receiver in the NFL. But – Tom Brady throws such a softball, you just can't drop it. And then Josh Gordon, you know, if he stays off the weed. Stay off the weed. Stay off the weed, Josh. He'll probably – he's got all pro potential. I'm telling you, Patriots, it's just going to be business as usual. I like your optimism. Yeah. That somebody else in the AFC East can get it done. It's not going to be the Dolphins. It's probably not going to be the Jets. It's probably not going to be the Bills. I really felt bad this weekend for our friend the Pistol, Pistol Peter Holland. Because Miami... Big Dolphins fan. He's a huge Dolphins fan. They have very few good players. And they basically got rid of all the good players (laughs) they had. They have torn this thing down so bad that they're probably... You know, Arizona, to me, was going to be the worst team in the NFL. I think you can call the Dolphins the worst team in the NFL. Don't forget about the Broncos. They're going to be bad, too. I don't think the Broncos... Don't forget about the Raiders. I don't think the Broncos are going to be that bad. I really don't. I'm, I'm one of the... You know, I'm maybe overly optimistic about Denver, 
But I just don't – I think with that defense, they just have to score some. They don't have to score a lot. But uh, I, I can see them winning seven or eight games this year. Steve, let's take our final break. When we come back, I want to preview what's coming up the rest of the week, including who our special guest will be on the show tomorrow. We've got volleyball tonight. I'm going to talk about that. We'll do all of that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim. Hey, Steve, do you know who our special guest is tomorrow? Yes, I do. That would be former McPherson High football coach Tom Young. What, the third winningest, second winningest coach in the entire history of Kansas high school football? Second or third. We're excited to get Coach Young on to talk about where this program is now. And for those of you that don't know, he still follows this program very closely. Well, he talks with Coach Pat. They they go over a lot of film together and that he's still very involved, even though it may be behind the scenes. And I got a hold of him last week and said, well, you want to make it a, a double dip and be able to come see some practice as well? And he said, yeah, good idea. I need to come check out practice. And I think normally he does once or twice in the well, preseason. I'll tell you, McPherson uh, fans should you know, give him a big round of applause because he t- changed the culture of football in McPherson forever. There was not a whole lot of football culture here, but he came in with his SPS weight program, turned that around, uh, didn't have a losing season, made the playoffs every single year. And before then, I think they'd had like three winning seasons in 18 years before he got here. And uh, just incredible coach, incredible teacher. You know, he could really teach the game. His practices were just tremendous. And Tom handled himself on the sidelines as professional as any coach I've ever seen. So we will talk with him tomorrow on the show. Steve, tonight, Bullpup Volleyball, our first broadcast of the year. We have two matches tonight. Then we have soccer on Thursday, Bullpup Football on Friday, Bulldog Football on Saturday. But Coach Doyle's bunch, we are excited about them yeah. tonight. Mitchell going to be in the house? Oh, we will have Mitchell on the board. Okay. Remember, we've got our new technology. That's right. And we are going to sound crystal clear. Okay. You have never heard Steve and I like this. We are going to sound so good. I've, I've never heard anything like it. Now, not that we will sound good. The equipment will make us sound good. It'll be like we're sitting in your living room. Well, Coach Doyle's team, I'm real excited to see them tonight because potentially they could be absolutely fearsome you know as far as hitting and blocking at the net got a lot of girls with with height and then it's going to be depend on those backline players you got three or four really talented young players but they're young i mean there's at least three sophomores i think back there and then one senior i believe but uh those back low uh, back line players probably going to be the key to success because we know the hitters can hit ryan swanson a sophomore is already committed to ku how impressive is that? You've got Katie Berg up there yeah. who towers over Andrea the net. Andrea Sweat. We haven't coming, seen her in a year. Yeah, I haven't seen her since her sophomore year. And then Cassie Cooks, she's the vocal leader on the team. We're excited about it, Steve. It's a busy week. Busy. Have you prepared your voice? Have you been resting up? 
Uh, it's going to sound just as bad as it always does. <laughs> I, I'm starting I have, to feel a little hoarse. I have always said I have a terrible radio voice. I think you sound great, Steve. Yeah. I, I'm starting to feel a little hoarse. I have a face made for radio. That's, that's for true. Sure. You do. But you have a voice, too. You sound great. Man, I don't know about that. Maybe if we were in southeast Kansas, you'd be the absolute perfect guy. <laughs> you'd say, the gorillas they're playing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Pitt State, Missouri yeah. Southern. Yeah, exactly. No, it's going to be a great night at the Roundhouse tonight. I don't look for Winfield to provide too much of a challenge. Now, the match with Circle could be pretty tough. Circle's ranked in the top 10 in Class 4A. And they have had some really tall players, both right. on the basketball side right. and the, on the volleyball side. Right. And if there's maybe a team that can compete with the hitters that the Bullpups have in terms of height, it could be Circle. Oh, yeah. Could be a great match. So, looking forward to it. We're looking forward to getting everything underway. And again, our McPherson College Coaches Show will be airing tomorrow night. We we recorded it earlier today. We're excited to get everything going with the college. We'll have video up of that. We'll have the audio available if that's how you like it. I don't think we'll have our video broadcast going tonight, Steve. I don't think that has been accomplished yet. Right. But maybe that's, it will, and that's we'll, something we'll be, else we'll be we're thrilled. On. We're doing a lot of new technology things. Well, you are, because I don't have a clue how to run you it. You are, too. You have a new computer. I have a new computer, which I'm still trying to adjust to, but uh, I'm making headway. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.